Happy Halloween and welcome to day 26. Um I guess this one's kind of short. I was going to say it's like a full episode. I mean, it's full of stuff, but like this shouldn't be a super long episode. So hopefully we don't hold up too much of your time. Um Sorry that we're uploading this a little late, um, but, you know, I'm sure you guys understand by now. You guys are still here. This is just me or does it smell like Max's piss? <laughs> uh, that's weird to say on the mic. Um, you know, it might just be that jacket, um, that Either we it's had. the jacket or it's right here because he likes to pee right here. That... I, I was thinking it's probably the jacket, though, um, because we had to let it dry before we put it in the wash, so. My neighbor had a dog, and they didn't have a, they didn't have grass, so the fucking, do you remember? It was what, just concrete? Just concrete. You remember in those apartments I used to live in? Oh, yeah. You remember that pit bull I was telling you about? Uh-huh. He just pissed and shit on the concrete, and then the fucking owner would, like, spray water down. Ew. And I swear it would only make the smell stronger. And that's exactly what it reminds me of. Well, I guess it would make sense if the smell increased more if the ground was, like, damp. Because it would bring the puddle back up, right? I'm not so, really sure how that works. Me either. <coughs> <coughs> Well, um, I guess we'll just jump into it then. Uh, we're going to be looking at um, horror films that are based off of true events um, in Ooh. one way or another. Um, so we're going to go ahead and look at 26 really scary movies based on true stories. I don't know if the list is accurately 26 or not. Um, sometimes I think I have the right number to the article, but then it gets updated and I don't have the number written down on the notes. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Um, number one is The Exorcist from 1973. Um... I didn't know that was based on a true story. It says it's based on a book, which is based on real life of a boy named Roland Doe, who has, who has, <laughs> who was possessed by demons in 1949. Damn. The exorcism was so scary that there have been books written on people who witnessed it. This still, ugh, this story <laughs> will give you goosebumps, all for real reasons. So, instead of a boy in the movie, it's a girl. But yes, the storyline, I guess, is similar. We'll leave it to Hollywood. Yeah. Number two is um, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Damn. 1974. Yeah, I forget there's a lot of terrible people in this world. Um, so, if you don't know about the famous serial killer Ed Gein, now you know. This movie is loosely based on America's Oops, famous sorry. serial killer, Ed Gein, sorry, um, who had nine human skin masks in his possession at the time of his arrest. 
<clears throat> wow. And if you don't know... That's who, more than I have. I only you, have one. <laughs> and if you don't know who Ed Gein is or what he did, he was a serial killer in Wisconsin, not actually in Texas. So they did change the story a bit. Um, and he would dig up dead bodies and he would use their skin, but their skin would dry up and stuff and it just didn't last very long. So he wanted something that would last longer. So he started going to live victims and that's, he made a whole human skin suit. He made lampshades. Uh, he made a belt out of human nipples. He had like a, a table made out of human bones this man was very creative with the human body super creative i'm like damn it's like i don't know whether to be afraid or fucking amazed and the fresher the body to him the better so very live like fresh kill um was his preference after a while of just the corpses not living up to his par um and you can still find some of these images of his creations on google today don't search that up um i'm just saying you can um you know so yeah that is the rundown of ed gein <laughs> now you know well, now you know <clears throat> number three is a nightmare on elm street 2010 why'd they use the 2010 one <laughs> It says, Love, Blood, Gore, and Knife, Fingered Ghost. This is it, then. The makers of this movie were inspired by a group of Lodian refugees who had died in throes of a nightmare. The medical report said there was nothing wrong with them physically. That's crazy. Yes, that Seriously? did actually happen. Yes, it did actually happen. It. Yes, it did. It did happen. Throes of a nightmare? Mm-hmm. That's... What does that even mean? They were having a nightmare, and they died in this nightmare, and died in their sleep. Like, they died in real life. They didn't wake back up. Mm -mm -mm. Um, no, and they were physically fine. The toxicology reports came back clean. <sighs> like, they weren't on anything. Like, they just died in their sleep. And they weren't old, either. So it was just a weird, weird thing. And Wes Craven was obsessed with that story, and he ran with it, and he created... Oh my fucking god! Kill it! Kill it! Kill it! Oh, get it! It's right there! I don't kill. Um, that needs to... Yeah, no. Not... No, that can't... Not in this house. He's just gonna sit right there. Let him sit there. I'll just kill him. You kill him. So you won't kill a roach? I don't want to kill anything. Oh, shit. Where'd he go? Right here. Oh, you missed. I can't yeah, see. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. Just forget that. Next. Smells like Lemon Pledge now. That's because that one has Lemon Pledge in it. It doesn't have a super strong <laughs> chemical smell. Because yeah. no one wants to smell that. 
It's not even... Here's the secret. It's just Lemon Pledge disguised this raid. Well, I don't know how you guys feel, but if you saw a roach in your backyard, you wouldn't want it getting in your house, so... Would you kill it or not? That's how infestations start. Not killing things at the source. Four is child's play. Uh, I didn't know. Yeah, go ahead. I didn't know there was a real life doll that did that shit. I don't believe it. Tell me the story. The script was based on a nurse who allegedly put a voodoo curse on author Robert Eugene Otto, which transformed one of his childhood dolls into a nighttime menace. We all have seen scary movies with possessed dolls, but knowing that the doll really exists is spooky. That's bullshit. No way. Really? That's what they say. I don't believe it. Do you? No. Five <laughs> is Amityville Horror. The movie is based on the events that took place in 1975 at 112 Ocean Avenue. Mm. We Ocean stayed a on Avenue. Ocean Avenue, that's in L.A.? It's also in Santa Cruz, and we stayed out that's on, right. uh, we stayed on Ocean that's Avenue. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. uh, the new house of the Lutz family in Amityville. This has been a very discussed case among paranormal researchers. Although it turned out to be, I think, like a fucking hoax or something, and they like basically wrote this book to, to make money. They're trying to stretch it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe something was there at one point, but like you know, after the book was written and everything, there was nothing there. Psycho, nineteen sixty. This thriller horror movie is loosely inspired by Ed Gein's crimes and Wisconsin murders. I told you it was in Wisconsin. Wow. Yeah, I know my shit. Wisconsin sucks. Sorry to all our Wisconsin listeners. I love cheese, so I can't let it go. I hate the Green Bay Packers. I know, but the cheese. Um, there have been various follow-ups of this movie. <laughs> it is an absolute must-watch. Watch all of our Packers fans stop uh Oh, this movie was fucked up. Here, darling, you want to take a break? I'll read this one. Okay. But this movie really did fuck me up when I watched it. The Girl Next Door, 2007. This movie is loosely based on what is said to be the most terrible crime of Indiana State. Mm. Sylvia Likens was tortured and eventually killed by Gertrude Banizewski? Banizewski? Fuck her name, because she was a bitch anyway. Um, in 1965, and the movie is inspired by it. Yeah, the movie's really fucking dark, and it's very graphic. If you don't have a tolerance for very graphic stuff, I probably... You shouldn't watch the movie. I'm not even very big on, like, graphic shit, and I... I can't believe I got through the whole fucking movie. But, yeah, this girl, Sylvia, she literally, like, was tortured like this went on for a very long time and she eventually just died her body just you know mm -hmm. gave up uh it was a very sad story 
You can only take so much. Yeah. Uh, but what was even more sick about that case was that this woman, Gertrude, got the neighborhood kids in on it to participate. Oh, I remember that movie. Yeah. The sister, I mean, she didn't get as much abuse as the older one. Mm. But, yeah. It's fucking, ugh. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that movie. Dark-ass movie, bro. Like, you, yeah. got, you got neighborhood kids, like, participating in very sick shit. Oh yeah, kids, come on down to my basement. I got a I got a body down there. Oh, that sounds cool. I'm I'm really bored. I feel like torturing someone right now. I'm like eight. Right, you can slap at this person, burn like stab them, them, poke whatever. at them. The older ones pull, pull their hair out. Yeah, the older ones sexually assaulted her. And these Six are water. <laughs> these are neighborhood kids, though. Like. Oh, and the craziest part about that case is that some of those kids didn't get charged with anything. Uh, of course not. Some of them did, but some of them didn't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, even <laughs> as an adult, didn't get charged. <laughs> Crazy, right? Crazy. <sighs> you want me to tell the next one? I was going to say, number oh. eight is The Conjuring 2013. Hey, hey, hey. Ed and Lorraine Warren are real-life paranormal investigators who claim that this case was exceptionally hard for them to deal with. That was it? Uh. Yep. Um, I could probably give you a more in-depth. Basically, in the Conjuring movie, um, the Perrin family, I believe is their name, the parents, the Perrin family, uh, was possessed, um, and haunted by this witch, uh, named Bathsheba. <clears throat> she cursed the land, and basically, uh, when the family moved in, she was like, yeah, I'm gonna curse y'all, because y'all moved on my fucking property. And... Uh, they seeked out Ed and Lorraine Warren for help, and they did help them beat the case and everything. But yeah, Bathsheba apparently was a very wicked-ass bitch, and she fucked up that family, and she fucked up Ed and Lorraine, too. <laughs> That's why it was so scary, I guess. It's a very scary experience out of most of their cases. So, it was quite fascinating to read about. Number nine, deranged. I've heard of that. Number ten, ravenous. You didn't read the descriptions like I've been doing. I know, because we're already like 14 minutes in. Oh, I mean. And we still have 16 more to read. Okay. The right. 2011. <coughs> the Haunting in Connecticut, 2009. <coughs> Borderland, 2007. The Strangers, 2008. This movie has psychopaths and murderers. The director of this film drew inspiration from the murders by serial killer Charles Manson and a series of events that took place near his childhood home. 
The Entity, 1982. Number 16, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, 2005. The real woman's name was um, Annalise Michelle. You're so cultured. How do you know all this stuff? Remember when I told you I was doing research on that movie and on the real case and then my TV froze and glitched <laughs> and I couldn't exit out of the page? That was the devil. Exactly. I was like, hey, hey. Digging you don't too deep. To, digging you don't too deserve deep. to know about all this shit. He was like, you're digging too deep in the rabbit hole. Get off the fucking computer and go Get to off bed. the internet. I hate the internet. But tell me why I was on the internet in the middle of the night, too, and that made it even creepier, and I was up by myself. No one else was up in the fucking house. I was the only one up, and I was on the computer, and that shit, like, just fucking froze. The screen went completely black after that, too, after I saw the photo of Annalise Michelle before she passed away. It was the last photo of her during her exorcism, and she was literally just skin and bones. There was like nothing left. No. no, but the real photo, like... you. You can you remember, still find it on the internet. You remember the Sony PSP? Yes. It was like a portable PlayStation TV, yeah. right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I had that movie on PSP. Oh, yeah. I bet that was scary to watch yo, on there. Yo, yo, yo. The <laughs> PSP was way ahead of its time. And so was Nintendo DS. Watching movies on a little screen. Yes. And all the, the fucking, shit out all of the yourself. Games. <laughs> and it was in HD, pretty much. Yeah, it's a good movie. On a tiny screen. I believe the actress who played her in the movie actually like got Not an possessed. award. No, oh. I think she got an award for the performance <laughs> because of how good it was. They say the set was a little like creepy and you know maybe some weird things happened on set. Blah, 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 but like the woman no didn't actually become possessed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like uh, it was a weird coincidence that my computer like fucked up like while i was like reading about the case and i don't know if it was a sign something tells me that wasn't a coincidence honey <laughs> well it was either a sign from jesus to <laughs> tell me to stop where i was Before and to just let some evil spirits in the house through the internet right because that is um electronics are a portal seriously yes mm. um and either that or it was a sign from, you know, a bad thing. And it was like, you know, you just, you digging too deep. Oh, stop you right there. Like, you, do you wish to go further or are you going to stop? Okay, the, the, <laughs> the Possession 2012. You seen that? Yeah, that's like one of my favorites. It's, um, it has, it's about um, a Dybbuk box. If you don't know what that is, it's, um has something to do with like um what's the word like jewish priest or something is there's a word for that right so here it says okay so like you were saying this movie is based on the real haunted uh divic box yeah so whoever bought it's that sealed box with, it's a it's a box with like a demon in it and like hair and teeth and like all types of shit and you seal it up with like wax and basically if you fucking open it you let something real fucking dark in to your life right so whoever, <laughs> You're not bought, supposed to open it. whoever bought that box faced its consequences numerous owners of the box reported strange things happening to them on ebay mm -hmm. so are you looking for a box to keep your wine bottles safe i'm not because i don't own any wine bottles 
Yeah. Although I should probably start collecting You're that. not supposed to have the box at all, like, anywhere near you or in your house or anything, because it already brings bad luck and shit. But if you open it, it's even worse. Like, it's it's bad. And they seal it up with wax for a reason. Because you're not supposed to open it back up. Whew. Wow. And I've actually watched videos on YouTube of people ordering eBay Divic boxes and actually opening them up and what's inside is not pretty. There will be like real fucking pieces of hair, real fingernails, real human teeth like in these fucking boxes, bro. Real fingers. And there's these YouTubers just like, oh, like picking it up and touching it. And I'm like, you guys are dumb as fuck. You're just touching all this possessed shit. Right now, <laughs> like, it's crazy. There you go. The things that people will do I mean, for views. You want to take another bong rip? And they don't realize what they're opening up, you know? Come on, take another one. Uh, for the sake of talking with cannabis. I'm thinking about switching talking with cannabis to true crime. True crime with cannabis. True crime. <laughs> true that crime. Should, that, should, that should just be one of your episodes. True crime with cannabis. That should, yeah, that should just be your segment. So, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Just take a I'll hit. and do then what I want. Take a hit and see how well you can read after that. Uh, I'll just read it. Deliver us from evil 2014. So, it is based on a book called Beware the Night, which is based on non-fictional events. Nineteen is eaten alive. Nineteen ninety. Um, this is based on Joe Ball, a man who killed around 20 women and watched the alligators feed on them. It's so gory, but it's worth it because it did happen for real. Wow. You have to read about Fire in the Sky. Fire in the Sky, 1993. Can you guess how it feel to be captured by aliens and lie in a cocoon next to corpses of other people from Earth? Travis Walton alleges that fucking aliens captured him in 1975 and this movie revolves around what happens to him. It's scary science fiction you can't miss. Well, that's the biggest thing right there. Science fiction. It's not real. So, Curse of the Zodiac, 2007. Based on a serial killer called the Zodiac, this horror movie has a lot of cryptic messages and codes to decode. But, at your own risk. Yes, that was real. I remember that. Well, I wasn't alive when it happened, but I remember hearing about it. Next. Silent House 2011. It's an independent American horror movie based on real incident in Uruguay. If you like real-time footage in your horror movies, then this is it. Next up is Annabelle 2014. <laughs> the opening scene of this movie is just like The Conjuring. And the story continues with the most scary possessed doll there has ever been. scariest it is also true that people who taunted a doll in the museum faced near-death fatal accidents spooked so are we yeah i've heard about people going to see the doll and fucking went in and then when they uh they drive off their brakes failed 
Yes, I've heard more than one story like that. Yeah, I think my brother told me a story about, like, this guy and his girlfriend. They were, like, motorcycle riders. Uh, I think he, like, he teased the doll or something. The girlfriend told him not to. Um, and, like, I can't remember if he was actually in a fatal accident and he actually died on his motorcycle or if he just almost died. But, like, yeah, they crashed. <laughs> and... That right there was enough for me to be like, you know, if I ever come across this museum or this doll, I'm not even going to make... Just be nice. I'm not even going to make eye contact with it. Like, I'm not even going... No. Like... No. And if I have to walk past it, I'm going to just be like, hello. Give me chills. Like, you know, hello. Like, I'm going to acknowledge myself. I'm going to be polite, but like... After that, and I'm not going to look at it while I'm saying hello, like, you know, I feel like when you lock eyes with it is when it, it gets real weird, you know? It's just funny that everyone talks about Annabelle and no one talks about Robert the Haunted Doll. Like, there is a guy haunted doll, too. Irrelevant. But Robert... Annabelle but pe But people that go to the museum to visit Robert, when they tease Robert... Things happen to you too. It's the same shit. Crazy. Just don't. Just don't. Just don't. <laughs> Cue Bryson Tiller. <laughs> Honestly. Don't. <laughs> 24 is the dentist. I didn't know this was based off a real story. Now I'm really fucking creeped out. Neither did I. One thing we know for sure is that after seeing this movie, your next visit to the dentist will be really hard. It is based on a dentist who turned out to be a serial killer. 25 is Wolf... How do you combine the two? You I just thought that was a stupid Hollywood idea. The access to all those weapons that are tools, though? Like, tools that have turned into weapons. You can use them as weapons. That's what I'm saying. Like, a knife is a tool. But the moment you use it as a weapon, it's a weapon. Well, Wolf Creek is 25. What did your mom say about not talking to strangers? This movie is loosely based on two men, Yvonne Milot and Bradley John Murdoch, and their crimes. This movie will send shivers down your spine. Mm. 26 is The Conjuring 2, the latest in the Conjuring franchise. The Conjuring 2 is another tale of paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren. Set in England, the movie deals with the inf infamous uh, Enfield case, which, you know, people are like, oh, it's a hoax. Conjuring 3. <clears throat> well, that wraps up our first segment, so we're going to go ahead and play a little game with you guys called name that bone game so i'll start off to show you guys how it's done you describe a bone and see if the person can name the bone loser takes a hit this is not gonna be good okay this bone is round large thick. skull Yep. You gave me the easy one. This one. <coughs> this one is connecting your thigh bone 
and your shin bone. And you always complain when I bump into it. My knee? Your knee. Yes. <laughs> your turn. My knee. Alright. This one sits around your lower back and you complain about it a lot sometimes at night. And you have to turn over because... My hips? Yep. Okay. <laughs> 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 My hips. <laughs> you could have just said hip. <laughs> My hips. <laughs> Alright. Well, you need this one to be able to turn your skull. <laughs> and to look up your spinal cord? Close. You need it to be able to look up. Is it the neck bone? Yes. Well, because, like, your spine helps you turn, too. So that's why I was like, is it the spine bone? Or, yeah, the neck bone. But it was the neck bone. I like how there's no scientific words on here, so I don't have to, like... Oh, I didn't want it to be that hard. I literally was looking for something simple like that, so... But you, you're Jocleitis Monitus. <laughs> you understood the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This bone hurts me after I smoke too much out of this bong. Your ribs. Yes. That was too easy, man. I don't want right. you to get too stoned. Oh, you didn't bring the alcohol out here. Hell no. I want to drink. I didn't know you wanted to drink. I'll go get it right now. I did want to drink. That's All why right. I bought it. Fine. I was going to drink with you after work. All so right. we're back. We got the bottle. Here you are. Can you handle that? Why can't 1800 sponsor me? I bought this like five times already. Yeah, that's true. This is my shit right here. I drank all of this for my birthday. God, yeah, we drank a whole gallon, huh? Is that a gallon? Yes. It's like two gallons. It's 1.57 liters. Shit. And how much is that? I guess, Siri. I forgot how much a gallon is. How many gallons is 1.75 liters? Half a gallon. Okay, it's a half gallon. Damn. So oh, that's what I was drinking back in the day. I wasn't even drinking a full gallon and I was bragging about it. I was drinking a half gallon. <laughs> Shit, close enough, god damn it. But, they, but when I started going to Total Wine to get my liquor, back when I had an issue with drinking, <clears throat> they started selling Jack Daniels by the gallon. Like, not the half gallon, the full fucking gallon. So I was getting, two of those bad boys. So I was getting the full gallon and pretty much almost killing it in one night. And no, I'm not proud of that because it really fucked me, up my stomach. Let me say something. But like looking back at it, I'm like, I can't believe I'm still alive because that type of shit probably should have put me in the hospital or something. Let me just say something. Like, iPhone, why do you have touch assist? It doesn't <laughs> even assist. fucking work. <laughs> Whatever. The human and, uh, body is amazing. And, and, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not only that, why the fuck would you make a phone out of glass knowing every time it falls, it's gonna break? You fucking assholes. I don't know. I really don't know. Slippery. It's slippery, too. They made it so you can't hold it in your hands. 
So you can buy another one. So you can fucking drop it, break it, and buy another one. That's why they want you to get insurance. My other phone wasn't insured. I know, but that's why they have phone insurance, because literally they market it for it to break so you can keep buying them, and it's cheaper if you have insurance. And that's why they always suggest... I thought I did have insurance on it, but apparently I don't. And that's why they always suggest, you want insurance with your phone? You want insurance? You want a plan? You know, that's that's their game plan. That's their marketing scheme. So after your little drip... Um, you give me the, the other bone, because I think I'm running out of time on my end. Ooh. How was it? Tart. Alright, last bone. Final round. Final death. This one connects your upper arm bone to your wrist. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, not to it, but it connects, like, in between the wrist. It's not the wrist bone? It, okay. According to that. There's a bone in between your wrist mm-hmm. and your upper arm, like... Your forearm. Bone. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. I'm not good at explaining things very well, which is why these games are kind of fun, because you actually have to think <laughs> about your answer. <laughs> I shouldn't even be drinking this, but cheers. I got it for us to drink, because you said cheers. you wanted to drink, and I saw it there, and it was actually on sale today, so I got it for cheaper. How much? Uh, it was $13 instead of 15 Goddamn. Oh, sure. <laughs> I know, but... Okay, still. yeah, you deserve a fist bump for that, too. $13 for a half gallon? That's not bad. Yeah, so that means a whole gallon is 26 Mm-hmm. And Max, he said you don't need Max that. Max is getting confused by all this math. Yeah, he doesn't do maths. Look at all that bud you got grinded up. Yep. Alright, well, that wraps up the Name That Bone game. So, who lost and who won? Let me know. And lastly, but not least, we're going to be looking at Halloween-inspired artwork, and we're going to be rating a few pieces of art. Because I love art, and I like to see what's new. So we're going to be looking at 10 spooky paintings that will get your home in the Halloween spirit from HouseBeautiful.com, just in case you want to look at those paintings yourself, or pieces of artwork. Number one is a Dripping Skeleton original oil painting, and it is fucking gorgeous, might I add. Um, I'm not a big fan of oil paintings because of how smudgy they are, but this one is beautiful, and it doesn't look smudged, really. Like, it is art. I would rate that a 10. I'm gonna rate this a a 4. Because, because he went to art school and he's going to break down all the fucking negatives of it. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a good work of art. Don't get me wrong. Right, I'll give him a five. Because it's a good symbolic piece of art. But it just seems like it's one of those works of art. Okay, so, okay. If he was in my class and he turned this in for an assignment, they'd, they'd probably get an A. No cap. They'd probably get an A. But... Um, if I was the teacher, <laughs> if, I was, if the teacher. I was the teacher, or if they had my painting instructor, I don't know. 
it all depends. I feel like this is one of those art, like, like I'm trying to um, express, is that uh, it seems like it's one of those unfinished works of art. Like, they just had this idea, they fucking slapped the paint on there really quick, and they were done with it. That's how I feel about it. Oh, like how you felt about my Christmas painting? No, you pushed that to the next level. Like, it started, like, popping off the canvas. <laughs> Because I wouldn't let you settle for just that. I wanted you to push yourself to see how far you would go. And to me, that's probably like one of the best paintings you've ever done. Because it looks so um, hyper-realistic. Like the, the lighting, the Thank shadows, you. the trees. I mean, the tree, the bricks. and. You know. What are you crying about? He's, I'm trying to work. Him, him cold. Well, him eat. cold go in blanket. <laughs> And then he come out blanket like dum dum. See you him know, come out. <laughs> <laughs> That's how dogs talk. <laughs> Hi him. Crap. Okay, number two is a witch cycle or witch cycle. Witch cycle. Like a bicycle, but it says witch. It's not yeah. a good word. Um, it's an original painting print. Um. It's very pretty. Um, I would give this a seven. It's kind of sloppy. I'll give it an eight. Which I knew you were going to say that. It's $28 on Etsy, y'all. I didn't get to explain why, but that's okay. Moving why? We don't, we don't have that much time. It's okay. We'll move Number three is the Michael Myers parody painting print. So it's Michael Myers in the snow with like a barn behind him and everything it's twenty dollars on etsy yeah, is this someone, oil painting yeah i think so someone bought like a big ass canvas and washed it like how i was trying to tell you yeah they washed the background and tried Ew. to show the reflection of the light it is pretty they, they're showing the reflection of light through the pond in the sky there's a old rusty uh uh barn and mm -hmm. i'm getting the the feeling of the texture of the barn so I think this artist um, understands I give it a, a little bit. I don't. My only critique is the Michael Myers. Yeah, they didn't spend enough time on it because they spent all that no. time on the other things, and they exactly. were done with that painting after they got to him. Which Pretty is how much. I felt about the Christmas painting. Like once I got and, down and to okay. the carpet, I was like, I'm tired of working on this. Yeah, it was it was a lot of work. Wasn't Hell it? yeah. yeah. Like, felt like forever. Number four is the Stranger Things parody painting. That's a good painting. Yes, it is. But see, here's the but thing. But it's sloppy on her face. Right. I'm gonna give it a six. They wanted to do hyper realism. It or doesn't realism. even look like eleven. Right. They wanted to do realism, but it's like they focus on on the so much of one more. thing. Yeah. I feel like they focus on the face a lot, and then once it got to the monster, it kind of. They focus on the see, monster's texture more than see, her face. That's what fucks it all up because you focus on one thing and then when you lay something else down next to it, it's all flat. So it destroys the whole picture. Yeah. Well, it's $12 on Etsy. It's a parody of the American Gothic painting. Uh, number five is Danielle and the Devil art print. So it looks like a little witchy chick with some pumpkins and some leaves in the background and this cute little bulldog with like little devil horns and a bow tie. Very Etsy. Twenty-eight dollars like. on Etsy. I can't well, that's tell. That's more than the Michael Myers painting. Mm-hmm. But I'll give that a five. Um, 
five for number five. Number six is Hocus Pocus acrylic canvas painting. Because I love Hocus Pocus and I love this style of artwork. Mm -hmm. um, this is a scene a lot in children's books too. You know, this, it reminds me of your painting style. I know, but don't doesn't this remind you of like a kids book like picture? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like yeah. I, I I love the style of artwork though. So I'm gonna give it a ten. And I love Hocus Pocus. I'll give it a six or seven. <gasps> Guys, it's $175 on Etsy. That's hella expensive. Yeah, so I'm just trying to make that coin. So. Well, they focused a lot on the sky and the moon. A lot of detail. And then it they lost it with the characters. And trying to make the wrinkles in the clothes. And they're using this really strong white streaks. That's not how you do it. Like, you understand the sky and the moon, but you don't understand clothing. That's where you fuck me up. Seven is Haunted Room Original Painting Print. Hmm. I don't like it. It's deep. It reminds me of Picasso. I like this. Later the, I like the window, and I like the dress. But you see, that's like a but work they of lost art within me. itself. They lost me right here. Yeah, that And then that this it. random cage sitting here. Like, what is that? And it's not like the rest of it, so it's just throwing me off. It takes a lot of planning, too. It's $120, yeah. too. Yeah, I'm sure it looks better in person. Oh. Eight is vampire pop art painting. This is very basic. Everyone does this shit. Um, and it's not even good pop art. Like, the fingers look very pudgy and chubby. Um, maybe they are real chubby fingers in real life i don't know but like it just seems unproportionate and th this pinky's going like it's broken like it's going the wrong way <laughs> like, yeah your pinky doesn't bend right there no it does not but... unless it's broken so i'm gonna give this a two because the colors are nice but it's just a bad painting well see here's where they're tricking their buyers they put they have this canvas work of art and they put it on top of a cheetah print background. So people are probably think they're getting the cheetah print along with the design. It's Cause popping the more. Because, yes, the cheetah print works for this design. It's $40 on Etsy. But, are you going to... Um, yeah, so... I don't know. I, I forgot. Oh, let's just move on. Nine is the Dogs of Halloween art print. This is fucking cute. It's like a little like camper or trailer and there's like these like little witch socks hanging on this clothesline. There's a like forest in the background, a moon, and then there's these cute little pets outside. There's a black cat on top of the camper. There's a little ghost dog with a pumpkin like uh trick or treat bag um out front. There's this dinosaur dog and a bone um a dog dressed up as like a jail person uh inmate and then there's another dog dressed up as like a little princess and it looks fucking cute and it has lots of detail and the colors pop and it doesn't all smudge together so i'll give this a 10 it's 28 dollars on etsy that's the best one i've seen and yeah that's a 10 for me and lastly is the 10th painting which is the haunted mansion painting mm. um this has a lot of detail it has a skull in the full moon behind the mansion the windows pop with glowing light um the jack-o'-lanterns glow um there's this witch silhouette in the doorway 
Um, it's very detailed. I would give this a 9 because some spots get a little smudged, it gets a little lost, but it is very detailed and it's full of color. And I love detail and I love color. So I'll give this one a 9. That's the end of my rating for the paintings. What do you rate that painting? Um, I'll rate it a 7. Okay. Because, um, because they did a great job on the house, but um, the house is not in correct perspective, one. And two, the skull, the cropped out skull and the moon kills the art. Just absolutely kills it. Like, you paid so much attention to the shadows and the lighting of of how it falls on the stairs and the edges of the house and the front of the house and the and the lighting inside of the house and the darkness inside of the house. You were able to show shadows within darkness and around the sides and the edge of the house and create this vivid scene and then you just toss this shitty skull right there where everyone sees it. And that's what's called in the art world, a hot spot. You've created a hot spot in your painting. So learn to correct that. And I'll give you a higher rating. Okay, well, that wraps up today's episode. Again, I apologize for it being up extremely late. If you are on the other side of the world and you're hearing this, thank you for listening and still participating in 31 Days of Halloween. Um, we probably won't be doing this again because 31 days is a lot. Uh, you know, I'm thinking maybe next year we'll just narrow it down to like maybe a week, like one week before Halloween or something like that. Or you maybe know. just stick to our schedule and throw some in there. I don't know. I mean, it's your well, show. You obviously write the catalog. I will figure it out on what works better for me and what works better for you. So, uh, thanks to anyone who's actually stuck through this very long uh, season of Halloween. Um, I'm going to take this bong hit and then we're going to head out. Uh... And let me know, like, what painting you would invest your money in, and would you add yeah, to this? Yeah, there's a few I would actually buy. And would you add to this painting? Would you hang it up somewhere? What would you do with it? Let me know. You know what? I'm curious. I would probably invest in one of the paintings and maybe add to it. Maybe get one of the paintings that was more plain and add to it. But because I'm not good at oil painting, I wouldn't do that because it would ruin it. If I was good at that, that's what I would do. <clears throat> so let's take this and head out. I was going to say something about, um... About? About the paintings, like, uh... <coughs> about the paintings? I just think that... They're all a bunch of good works of art. There's a few that I actually would buy. And if you guys um, are listening, actively listening to the show, you could go ahead and uh, look up the articles. You know, as we're doing the show, That's why I so you can get an idea. Article. 
Which is it, yeah, which is exactly why we say the article. So you're not just sitting there like trying to imagine what it is. But if you're driving, obviously you can't do that. They're adults. They know how to be safe. I would hope so. We shouldn't have to put out a warning for these adults. Well, anyways, guys. That wasn't a warning, but okay. Uh, you know, be safe and stay tuned for day 27, day 28, day 29, day 30, and, of course, day 31. Six days, (laughs) y'all. So, I guess that wraps it up, and we're going to go ahead and head out. And, of course, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, mother lovers.